So one of my favorite things about doing comic creator interviews is the chance to interview industry legends. One of those legends I got to speak to was Gayan Wilson. Um, born in 1930, Wilson is a Arthur cartoonist and illustrated known for his cartoons that depict fantasy and horror situations. If you haven't seen uh, Wilson's work, it's really worth seeking out. Um, he is a true geek with an incredibly dark, gross, and confrontational sense of humor. Um, some of his work includes subway monsters, serial killers, atomic monsters. Um, it's awesome, and it captures kind of a era that's really only preserved now in the pages of The New Yorker and in National Lampoon. Um, he had a great comic strip called Nuts that appeared in National Lampoon, which um, was kind of an attack on the kind of clean way that childhood was depicted in stories like Peanuts and other series. And um, Wilson was one of those creators who never pulled punches and always did, always did what he loved. So I had a nice time chatting with him. I think you'll enjoy my conversation with him. And um, thanks for listening to Classic Comics Cavalcade. My name is Jason Sachs. I'm the author of the American Comic Book Chronicles, the 1970s and the 1990s. They're available on Amazon.com and in your favorite comic shop and retail store. Ask for them by name. Here is Mr. Wilson. We'll start out um, with him talking about the community in which he lives, and then we uh, move into a story stories about uh, his long and fascinating career. The Wailing is when the whole thing just uh, collapsed, and uh, so you uh, people couldn't sell their houses or do anything, though they just kept their houses. And, uh, so there's an amazing amount of really swell old places, which are uh, uh, tell you a lot about the sort of Moby Dick days. It's beautiful. I bet it is. Wow. And so have they kind of kept the town in its old yeah, style? There's, there's, there's some new, new stuff, but <clears throat> uh, there's a lot of these amazing survivals of, uh, like, these... Uh, still have, there's, a, there's a few genuine mansions with uh, the sort of Charlie Adams things on the roofs. Oh, wow. But that the uh, super owners had, and then there's the uh, larger... Not quite as glorious, but pretty fancy captains' houses, and then there's a whole bunch of survivals of uh, uh, sailors' places, sort of small but neat. It's cute. It's all. It's really good. What an interesting sounding town. Well, how long have you lived there? Uh, we've been here for uh, practically 15 years. With big surprise. Huh. Didn't expect to do it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Just just sort of came by and. Uh, Knew some people here. It's it's uh, it is it's crawling with uh, artists and writers and whatnot. Ah, uh, so you're with your people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a lot of weirdos, ourselves included. <laughs> well, that's a great transition. Uh, so uh, Jack Cohen sent me a copy of Nuts, and I loved uh, rereading these stories. I remember reading a lot of them back in the original. Um, National Lampoon, but it was fantastic to read them all together in a collection. Uh, I, I'm uh, absolutely, de I'm just delighted that they're, uh, they did such a good job with it, and it's, that it's complete. Um, 
it, it, uh, I, I think it's, I really think it's one of the best things I ever did. It, it um, is, I don't know, it's just sort of works. Uh, and it was kind of like, uh, sometimes you get these things and they, it, um, you don't really don't know where it came from. Uh, or, but it just, I, I remember, well, I know how this thing originated. The, um, the Lampoon people who are a marvelous crowd. I wish we had uh, the National Lampoon going on today. What fun we'd have. <laughs> But uh, the uh, <clears throat> uh, they decided they'd have the last part of the magazine would, would be a, have some uh, comic page type stuff, and asked me to make up uh, something so we'd have a regular page on it. And I said, okay, I would. And they said, make it, you know, really, you know, you know, you know, monsters and so on and so on. And I was thinking of uh, uh, you know, classical monsters and what sort of take off here and take off there and then. Thinking, well, what's really horrible? What's really what's horrible? And then I was, I was on a bright, sunny day, and um, I can still see it. Um, and I was just sort of wandering, and I saw this, uh, I think it was in the city. Uh, yeah, it was, like, it was like a lot of concrete, and there was this um, little kid with his uh, grown-ups, and he was, you know, listening to a bitsy thing with these huge, towering creatures. And... Um, he was trying to do this, and they were making him do that. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I watched, watched it, and I was fascinated, and I, so I, I remembered that was, that's really one of the roughest, toughest stages there is. Uh, it's just, it's, you know, you're really, you're trying to confront this enormous world, figure out how it works, function in it, make it do things, and uh, it doesn't, which it doesn't, and, um, and I just, I just dived into it, and um, it just kept coming. I, 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 yeah, I really, I really, I mean, I mean, I suppose uh, it was, it, it was, it made me feel good, and uh, I hope, I hope it uh, cheers other people up too. Well, I loved how there was a whole mix of stories. Um, there was a lot of stories about. Um, your character feeling lost in the world, which I think we all felt at, at his age, which I guess was about elementary school age. Um, but there were a lot of also stories about how he was, how he, things were great in his life. So, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the scenes where he's off at summer camp feeling completely alienated from everything around him, and then you had him discovering, you know, his favorite comic book and just how fun and wonderful that was in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the uh, they, it's, it's just amazing how alive these little guys are and um, how um, it's, 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 it's sort of, I don't know, it's sort of like uh, uh, some kind of little Zen monk thing. You know, it'll, they, sometimes you'll see them just light up uh, with something or other. They'll just see something and glow. Uh, or they, they just get involved in something with terrific intensity. I mean, they, they are so alive. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. Truly. I think you summed it up well in the first trip where you wrote, those who remember how great it was to be a little kid don't remember how it was to be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that the strip is unsentimental. It's very sentimental in some way, but it's very... Um, it takes a, a different tack, I guess, than a lot of 
uh, strips about kids that are very nostalgic. Yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just because the the the, the thing that uh, uh, I find that, that inspired me particularly, sort of put me on the kid's side, uh, was uh, to and this it gave me sort of more empathy, kept moving me along on it. Is is the um, the grown-ups very often, uh, commonly, and I think uh, in more grown-ups do it wrong than right, is they don't really understand how complicated the little, the little rascal is. I mean, right. How much they're taking in, how alive they are, how how much they apprehend, and uh, how seriously they, uh, they take it. I mean, it's really... There, there is... There is astoundingly alive uh, in, in bad things and good things. Uh, it's, it's really, it's in, in the intensity of, of, you watch a little kid just go through a little something, you know, some adventure in a zoo or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and they're, they're so uh, conscious uh, that it's, uh, so it, it, it sort of shames you as a grown-up because you realize you've sort of uh, distanced yourself in ways. Uh, it's a protective maneuver and one that uh, uh, I suppose necessary uh, to a degree. But but it uh, you, you got to watch out or you'll go numb. And 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 they're and they're, they're intensely sensitive and, and uh, good and bad stuff and discoveries uh, uh, when they when they see something new. My gosh, the uh, Yeah, you kind of miss that at a certain point in your life. It's never quite the same as when you were a kid. I wish I had those moments of "Oh my, wow, that's amazing!" kind of thing that yeah, kids seem to. You can, you can sometimes. It. it, it uh, I've. 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 I found that. Uh, you. You sort of. Can remember that you know that these kids are like that. So there's. It's still there. It's in you. You. You are alive, and. Uh, Sort of open yourself. I mean, um, kind of. It's sort of like a Zen thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you, you just you, you really become aware of uh, whatever the heck it is that's going on, and it it, it increases if you let it. It, it uh, it's more there. Um, it never gets to that. It's just that that almost terrible intensity that, that little kids get to. But it's, it, 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 you can increase it. Do, do you feel like that's a part of being a creative professional, is being able to be open to that? Well, I think it's a must. Yeah. Very, absolutely, yeah. Um, the, um, yeah, that's what, that's what um, I mean, <clears throat> that's, that's, what, that's what painters do. They, they see things. And uh, they uh, also uh, get the feeling of this uh, of, of doing it uh, the uh, doing it but they 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 they, they actually they, they they see things very it these very clearly or or from their it's sometimes it's distorted but it's it's whammo and, and and then they and they put it on this canvas or a piece of paper or whatever uh and it's um yeah it's a very uh 
to, 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 to that freshness, to that openness that a kid's got. Well, you certainly see that in your career. I mean, you've, you've done probably thousands of cartoons, single panel and multi-panel through your career, but um, I think they're still just as fresh as ever before. Oh, thank you very much. Um, you, you're obviously filtering the world through your own perspective. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, what, that's all you got. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> what stands out about your older work, especially, is you were one of the first people who, maybe you and Charles Adams were kind of all about, um, not necessarily the darker side, but um, a, a more literate kind of horror side. I mean, you're obviously a fan of Lovecraft and Poe and Conan Doyle and oh, sure. those sorts of um, writers. And um, looking back at that work, it stands out so much versus a lot of your peers. Um, did, did you ever feel like a salmon swimming upstream trying to make your way in the industry in those days? Uh, it was, um, uh, actually, it was sort of, you know, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't easy. Uh, they'd be, um, some, some, sometimes they, they just look at you and sort of like you were nuts. Uh, but, uh, but then, uh, an awful lot of them were, uh, they, they, uh, they, they would get it. Um, it was, um, it was a little hard in the beginning, but then, uh, I, I, they, one, one thing that, that I, that I survived on was the, uh, they, they had these, uh, <clears throat> a lot of these, uh, pulp magazines and that sort of stuff. And I managed to sell them cartoons, and uh, so that that sort of uh, that in uh, uh, I, I was in Greenwich Village, living this classic Greenwich Village thing with this. Uh, the, uh, you could you could rent a place for absurd amounts of money, and that's why Greenwich Village was Greenwich Village, really. Yeah, those days are long gone now. Oh boy, yeah, that there is no more Greenwich. <laughs> Uh, one of the things I read was your story about how you got your first gig with Collier's Magazine. I love that story. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cute. And, and the, uh, and they, I must, uh, the editors were, um, uh, really, uh, they, they were not bad at all. I mean, they, 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 they were, they were doing their best. And, and I suppose, uh, probably if you were a cartoon editor, you were, it's sort of oddball, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was mostly uh, it was a, <clears throat> basically friend, a pretty friendly reception that I, that I got, and a lot of uh, a lot of more I think went out of their way to uh, uh, push them through sometimes. So I, I have to, it was it was it was, uh, it was iffy and. Uh, uh, scary and all that, but it uh, it didn't it didn't feel like the, you know get out of here this sort of thing at all. They were they were they were open and they were uh, and they encourage you and uh, and then uh, Hef was uh, very uh, he's really quite quite a brilliant character and uh, he spotted this and he spotted that and uh, and he was right he had this notion. Of, and he let me. He really let me uh, play with uh, uh, textures and color 
you're basically in the slickest, most popular magazine of its time, uh, Playboy in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s, and it must have been great to be in that atmosphere. You, you've talked a, bunch, a lot of times about how Hefner was just a spectacular editor. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, and he's, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, all, all, sorts of, and they, all, all across the board, I mean, he would do, uh, take up very tricky uh, topics and uh, have really interesting people uh, uh, report on them and, and write articles about them. And uh, a lot of, and, and, he, and he would, uh, was certainly, um, willing to uh, explore as far as fiction and all that's concerned. Uh, he's, 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 he's good. He's very good. Do you have any favorite stories about working with him? Uh, let's see. Uh, there's, uh, actually, I got any. Uh, there's, mostly, it was just, uh, it, was, it, was, it was pleasant. He was, okay. yeah, yeah. And and it was a uh, uh, he would he would encourage uh, uh, any say any if it, if it was sort of odd he would uh, he'd like it and and, and uh, let you run with it. Yeah, there were almost like two different schools of, of cartoonists uh, at the time. They're the ones who did um, what I guess you could call more racy work, and then there were people like you and Charles Adams who were completely in your own different place. Mm-hmm. Right. And it must have been kind of nice to have that level of freedom and the contrast versus other people. You weren't forced to draw pretty girls or whatever. Oh no, there was never anything like that. Uh, he, he was he would uh, he was he, he knew what he's doing. I mean, when he, if he picked uh, somebody who was uh, really knew how to draw pretty girls and so on and so on, uh, he would he, he knew how to bring that out. And uh, with me, he was working with me. I mean, he would work with the artist. And he would uh, be very encouraging. And uh, he would uh, he'd let you uh, do stuff that nobody else would let you get away with. And he also would uh, uh, encourage you as far as this, with, with, the, with the drawing. He'd let you go ahead and experiment with uh, textures and, and lights and all sorts of, you know, you could just sort of, wing it and do all sorts of oddball things. And, too, uh, because it was a full page and full color and all that, uh, you could do things that uh, were totally impossible with the usual right. cartoon, which was small and it, it uh, had a, uh, it's, uh, they didn't, they just didn't, uh, they couldn't print the, uh, what, what they had there. The Playboy could. Uh, one of the things I know, I was thinking about with your um, single panel cartoons, especially, is um, they're kind of ahead of their time in that um, you loved vampires and monsters and Cthulhu type creatures, and all that was uh, kind of outside the mainstream when you were first drawing it, and now it's very much part of the mainstream, as uh, yeah. my, as my friends like to say, the geeks have taken over the world. Yeah, well, I got one thing is uh, I find uh, uh, hilarious is uh, I was just just yesterday <clears throat> I, uh, I was in in New York and um, I was browsing in the uh, they at the, the bookstore on Eighty Sixth Street and they had a bunch of kids books 
and I noticed there's a bunch of them on which which, which were about zombies. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that that really uh, that's that's fun. So they really they're really dishing it to them. And uh, uh, I, I, it's 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 a big vogue now, zombies. They have little, they have jolly, you know, these sort of jolly happy things, but they're very dark. Uh, and the zombies are real bug-eyed and icky. <laughs> <laughs> and you were uh, you were doing that stuff, you know, forty years ago. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty work right right around the same stuff. must have been drawing stuff like this as a kid, let alone um, when you grew sure, up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just loved, I, I, I loved drawing from, from way, way, way back. Uh, it's, and I, I, it's, I'd, I'd be very, uh, I, I don't think I'd, I'd want to survive without being able to do it. It's, it's just, uh, It's almost like breathing it when you, um, for you know, when you do that so much. Uh, very much like breathing, yeah. You just you can't help yourself. You can't. Sit, you know, your hands always have to be moving in some way. Right, right, absolutely. And you, and you uh, also what's you have this lovely. I, I like to, I like to write stories and so on mm-hmm. very much, uh, but uh, I really I I think just the whole fun. It's the sexual business of the. Uh, Working with uh, a pen or with uh, watercolor or oil or whatever, uh, a pencil and, and an eraser, it's it's a marvelous uh, it's a marvelous experience. It really is to see this thing sort of grow out and then you adjust it and then you do this to it and you come to a certain point and realize that you have to do it, put this little dot over there, not there, and uh, it's. Uh, Yeah, I'm much more of a writer than an artist, but when you get in the zone of creating, too, time stands still and you're very much in your own oh, yeah. world, and it's one of those magical moments in life to me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, yeah you're really in a, in a you, you, you learn to put yourself into a, 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 a state, a meditational state. And, uh, and also, uh, one thing uh, was... Uh, I was I, I was had an experience in that I was I would wonder sometimes uh, I'd be have done the mornings drawing and and I'd, I'd be just exhausted and I would think uh, wow why am I this tired holy Moses <laughs> just, uh, what was it? about three years ago they made a, a, a movie on me uh, Stephen Jaffe uh, did a thing with it, it was a uh, Called Born Dead, uh, Still Weird, and uh, it was very. It's a good. It's a good little documentary, and uh, 
been around and it's got prizes and so on. And wow. uh, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's, uh, it's good. He did a swell job with it. Um, uh, and his brother did the camera work, and he, who was, he's a good cameraman. He does the uh, Honey, the kids, the, the kids are all right, which uh, mm-hmm. is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. And he does uh, marvelous subtle camera work, and it's it's it's, it's the, the the scenes are, are very mundane and uh, so on. But you realize you, you, he's got an eye, a fantastic eye. But anyhow, they were whether well, they were shooting this thing. I had I had seen plenty of photographs of. Which uh, somebody do an interview and whatnot, and they'd bring along a camera person, and there I would be drawing and uh, looking like somebody drawing. And I thought, okay, you're right. And, but I, I didn't with this thing. Uh, I was looking at the, the some of the early rushes, uh, and I'd never seen me uh, working with a camera still just sitting on me, just for you know whole stretch of time. There I am, working away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was uh, 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 actually a little bit, uh, well, more than a little bit, uh, 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 frightened by the intensity. <laughs> it was just that I, I didn't know I was that, you know, into it. I mean, my God, just <laughs> crouching over the stuff and then grabbing a pen and then, you know, racing or something and but he, he oh, intense, intense, intense. My Lord, it's something. So that's why you're tired. <laughs> we should all have careers where we get to be so intense and so in our own zone all the time, creating it. Yeah. You're lucky to have really um, turned this into a fantastic career for yourself. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a, it is a swell way to make a living, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Do you have a certain works that you look back on and you're most fond of? Do you have certain uh, things that you that you love the most out of your career that you've created? Well, I I, I basically am, um, am happy with most. Of it. I, I, I the, the nuts thing really is. Uh, uh, I think thanks to the uh, the lampoon people, it was, it was I could really just sort of wig out uh, and and go wherever I wanted to go, and they would. Um, they were a swell bunch because uh, with that and with other stuff, or, or so if you got into a political thing, they would egg you on mm-hmm. and uh, say, "Well, yeah, it's okay, but uh, you know," and sort of, and then you'd sort of go back and give her another try. And uh, uh, so that that was I loved I loved that whole thing. I wish there was uh, it was. Uh, it was a fascinating experience, that whole lampoon thing. I wish there was a lampoon now. They, it seems like they gave you just complete freedom. You, could, you were able to create whatever you wanted. Absolutely. And they would egg you on if they thought that there wasn't, uh, and they, you know, they'd sort of say, well, gee, you know, that's great, but, uh, you know, you haven't, they'd, 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 they'd egg you on to, to be as, really go for it. And, uh, and so you would. Yeah, and your peers were you had one of the best things about the Lampoon <laughs> Funny Page is that everyone was doing different stuff. Yeah, the Dirty Duck was one thing, and Trots and Bonnie was another, and there you were. It was such a diverse group of um, cartoonists and strips. Yeah, you 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 put your finger on up. Yeah, that was a, a, that's a very important thing uh, about that magazine. And say, 
were unabashed and would just, uh, they, they would find these really talented people and then just let them go and then, uh, and then as I say, uh, urge them to, uh, you know, well, that's great, but that's, you got, you, is that really, you know, push, push them further and, and they'd respond happily. Now, you, this was a, obviously a multi-panel strip. You're best known for your single-panel strip. Was that exercising a different set of muscles? What was it like to move into a different sort of medium? Well, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's sort of a different thing. Uh, and, of course, you've got a, a narrative rather than just a bang uh, gag cartoon. Uh, but uh, actually, when you get into... If you're doing a... Um, oh, like I'm, you, you do, I'm doing a vampire cartoon for Playboy with the this and the that and the other, and it's in his, his castle and so on and so on. You do the gag, but then you also do exactly what you do if you're doing a uh, shot in a movie. You, you uh, are uh, working, work at the atmosphere, work out the uh, validity of the of the props and uh, how they should look, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the lighting and. Uh, and certainly the colors and all that. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's quite it's very it's very it's like it's like setting up a, a movie shot, yeah. So it's a uh, it is a it, it's not it's not a narrative, but it, it has a if you look at a good uh, a painting, you you find yourself uh, uh, wrapped in it and uh, notice people in a museum if there's. Oh, so really, I mean, they're looking at a Matisse, and all of a sudden you see them sort of lean forward mm-hmm. and uh, get a little bit more into it and so on, and it's there because he put it there. Uh, so it, it, they do connect, but the, uh, <clears throat> with, the, the, with the nuts thing, there was also this uh, sort of uh, thing where you got back into this little kid that you used to be mm-hmm. and uh, let him let him do it uh, and he uh, it was a commonplace for him to come out with surprising statements I had no idea he was going to say <laughs> you were surprised yourself by this trip absolutely yeah wow, that's that's great yeah that was, it, it's uh, it's also it, 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 so in writing stories same thing you you, you get a you know, you you've got a general plot notion, and you have uh, like the interaction between the characters, and, and there's this point you want to make, and so on, there's effect you want to, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, you just you uh, it it's oftentimes very uh, eerie in that it it writes it's writing itself. It just sort of takes off, but it isn't writing itself. You are writing it, but it's. Uh, you, you 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 kind of there's a sort of a part of you just sort of sitting there watching this happen, uh, which is uh, and then and then jumping in and if you see it swerve in the wrong way. <laughs> well, I think that's a sign of a three dimensional character when they kind of come alive. I mean, he yeah, this boy definitely has an extremely vivid um, inner life. He does, he does indeed. Yeah, yeah, and he's very he's very. Uh, uh, intense. I mean, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he, what he turned into as an adult. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
Good question. He's got a level of intensity. Well, I don't know. Maybe I was that intense when I was a kid. I have no idea, but uh, kids are. They, they, they. Uh, yeah, it's probably. I, you go to Central Park and with the just little wander around until you see some kids who look interesting, and then just sort of plonk down and watch them. And um, that's a amazing interaction and, and uh, right. emotional stuff going on. Just amazing. So how much this is based on your own life? Most of the strips start with the word remember. Were you actually remembering events that happened to you or that you were part of? Yeah, some, some of them are uh, uh, probably very close to autobiographical, but okay. they're not, not any, I don't have anything there that's specifically oh, I did this, you know, and oh, I did that sort of thing. But it's a, uh, uh, it's a recollection of uh, feeling. You put yourself into the, uh, the character, and uh, you have a set, you, you, you start out with, well, let's see, and you, you, you think, well, okay, well, let's take him, let him, well, we mentioned the zoo, so take him to the zoo. And before you know it, um, your, a lot of stuff comes pouring back, Mm-hmm. And um, so it's 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 a, it's, a, it's very uh, it's an awesome procedure. It really is. Well, the book looks beautiful, and it was just such a pleasure to to read it, um, to see everything all together. Um, like I said, I I read these strips, you know, more or less monthly for a while, but get to get to see everything together, I was really struck by just what a vivid character the kid is. Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, yeah, they, it, yeah. I'm 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 just so happy about it. I, I uh, really uh, just delighted that that's there. I mean, that, that's because uh, it uh, and, and, and the whole that that's the whole little package and it is there and it'll it'll be there. I remember one time I was uh, I was I was in I was doing a thing in England with one colleges, Oxford, and um, they have these, in their uh, college towns, they have these fabulous bookstores mm-hmm. that have been there forever, and they're not just uh, the kind of stores we have, which is a big room and tables. It's, uh, it's It used to be a, a residence very often, and so you have stairways and kind of little side closety rooms and so on. And they put shelves all over the joint in it. So you're wandering around, and, and then you'll come across things tucked away in some little place. And I remember uh, I came across uh, this, uh, a collection of cartoons by an uh, artist who had been with Punch magazine. And uh, was reading them and, and uh, chuckling at them and... Uh, Phil, his name was Phil May, and and he was uh, he did stuff which was about uh, the, um, the Cockneys. Basically, they were uh, sort of lower middle class, um, but not impoverished, but but and and uh, and uh, pretty tough. And and uh, he, he caught the he got this whole thing, uh, and I was so I I remember. Getting, reading it, getting deeper and deeper into it, and then sort of coming out of it and realizing I'm in this old, funny old room with lots of books all around, and and that this guy had been dead for, you know, decades. Mm-hmm. 
but it's, but he was still they were still there. Uh, and I thought, geez, that must that's wonderful. <laughs> and so it's I, I'm very happy because that, some copies of this thing will hang in there. Yeah, it must make you think a little bit about your legacy. It does. It does. It, it, and uh, I, I think, oh, isn't that isn't this terrific? I mean, somebody fifty years from now will come, will open this thing and uh, enjoy it. And it's uh, it's it's really, yeah, it, it's really quite thrilling. Uh, I think part of the legacy will be a man ahead of his time. Uh, the the <laughs> the the. Uh, Zombies and werewolves and um, all that stuff. Oh, and, and little kids. And the little kid, yeah. Right. Which, which stands as just a different kind of piece of work. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. It's been a, a total delight speaking with you. Oh, thank you.